I mean, for me, some some of the times, you know, is brainstorming. Like sometimes you're just looking at what to do. One of the my first ideas to be like, um, I was just looking at what to do. So you know, I keep you know thinking about stuff, you know, considering options. Welcome to Building Byte. This is a podcast dedicated to telling stories about building startups and their facilitating conversations in the Ghanaian tech ecosystem. I am Yao and I'm here with Philip and I'm Poga. Guys, how was business this week? Yeah, so for me at Landlord, I mean, a compliance platform for verified land documents. It was an insightful one that got a chance to have a conversation with an investor that is in our community. And he gave me like that, that direction or that thoughts of focusing like on the like recurring revenues, which can help stabilize the business or in problem like get into some accelerators and get like be able to raise follow up funding. So I thought of it like what are some of the businesses so which customers I mean B two B customers do I need to focus on to get those revenues and build like a, a more solid business from day one. And it's been helpful. I mean, I got some conversations where, you know, sites and lights are real big. By the end of the month, we get, like, some commitment from a business that could help us, like, generate some, like, recurring revenue and, and build on that. So that's it from, like, my startup side. For my 9 to 5 side, uh, for those who don't know, I work with, like, a venture firm, which we invest in, like, early stage startups. So we have interesting startups in our portfolio at the moment. Uh, Having like difficulty finding and funding some, or I mean, continue funding some and cutting off the funding. But so far, so good. Most are doing well. Well, I mean, that's like, giving the best awards, continue building. And for those people, say like, what's like uh, good businesses, which is needed for it. So that's how like my week went. Good. Yeah. Good. Sounds interested. Okay. Um, from my side, um, as Fale. Um, same as Khaled, we're trying to get um, customers, so we're working on existing leads and also working on new leads and trying to, you know, convert them. Um, yeah, that's it for Fali. Um, at my 9 to 5 job, um, that's a little bit, I think last week was a lot of work. I think um, there was an event over the weekend, so we did a lot last week, but this week was a little bit relaxed um, at my 9 to 5, so yeah. I think most of the time, um, or some of the time, the late, later part of this week, um, I was doing more work on Ubadi, um, trying to get a tech right. Uh, yeah, that's basically how my week went. So, yeah, hopefully, um, I was looking forward to relax tomorrow, but I don't, I don't think that will happen. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, maybe more work. Before I get, in, I get into my, how my week was, now you guys are not mentioning why your nine to five years you don't want to know where oh it's it's not intentional for me but uh yeah i work with a fm that's contract for um mtn so okay. that's my nine to five um dex wing okay. enterprise yeah good would you want to mention nine to five yeah my, my, my nine to five is with the mest so i'm with the mest yeah great good so uh i also had had a very interesting week uh, so I'll start with what, what I did at Ubadi. Uh, we are building a fintech for teenagers and their families. 
uh, we applied for a license, so I submitted the forms this week. And there's still a lot more work to be done, so I'm looking for looking at finishing that bike industry. And then I'm a nine to five. I also work for the same company, Poga Works, for uh, worked on a number of features for the MTN app here. That's that's like it for the Moiku week. Was a good one. So what happened in tech this week? Uh, first, we we'll start with uh, a follow-up from last week. So last week you mentioned iSpace is running a running a program for startups, and then I think there was there wasn't a little bit clarity on where they are getting their funds from. Yeah. So we did a background check and then realized that their funds is coming from the National Entrepreneurship Innovation Program, and then they are committing two hundred thousand US dollars to thirty entrepreneurship and innovation hubs. So they are committing two hundred thousand US dollars. But I think our question is, is this a good vehicle to, I mean, to build unicorns? The purpose of the, of the committee of the funds is to help build at least Ghana's first unicorn out of this 30 entrepreneurship hubs, innovation hubs out there. Like my, my biggest question is, is this a very good vehicle to, to make good use of this 40 million grants that we are going to? Four million dollars. Four million grants that we are going to, 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 to commit. What do you think? Yeah, um, for me, I feel like it's a bit challenging because most of the time, these funds which are given to the house, most of go to the startups. It's even most in the house, like even an administration works in setup. And I mean, it's not like I'll have a thousand words or I'll And I've been looking at the current terrain and economic, um, economic issues, like $9,000. I don't think. It's positioning one person to build a unicorn. But let's see, sometimes, I mean, they can, they can be moved somewhere. Yeah. I mean, the government is putting the money, but we encourage, like, most of those funds to boost us, not a program, like, to boost your setup. Like, what would have been, in my view, I think a better approach would have been building a single vehicle and then hiring, let's say, hiring expertise from these hubs, those who really understand the job, and then building one single vehicle and then Getting, them getting the startups through that oh, just one, one single yeah, week. That will mean this 200,000 could have gone to just one startup. Other than going to the hubs and then the hubs sub, sub sending it to the startups. I don't know what you think. I, I think probably they're trying to decentralize the distribution of the funds. So maybe everybody gets and gets some and probably everybody gets a shot at building any con. Because I think there will also be a problem with building a single vehicle and distributing the money through there. Yeah, maybe in that case, much more money will be saved in, you know, administrative-wise. But also the the part to decide who gets the money and not would you can, you, will be sent to hire, hire a lot more consultants. I mean, like people... You so don't... I think that's what they're basically doing to the app so that they decentralize, you know. So somebody in Takari, you know, running a business in Takari could, you know, have a shot at you know, get, to, get to some of this money instead of, you know, if the program was being run in Accra. Can you run a roadshow to the other regions? I mean, that's a lot of money and another nutrition. I mean, I think it's, and it also boils down to the same thing, you know, running with the hubs. Yeah, but I think um, the real issue is, you know, what the the money gets down to, you know. The, the people who actually need it. Yeah, the companies that need it. And um, building a unicorn, probably... Um, I don't know. Hopefully, it's you know just one stage of the program. Because if you build an income from you know companies that you know 
are not doing much, that's that's a long way to go. Um, building an income is like five to ten year um, pain. Um, and if um, the company hasn't kicked off yet, isn't making revenue, you know, growing, um, it it will be hard to achieve. But let's see. Probably this program will get them to one stage. You know, people that companies that barely started, it's get them to one stage. And companies probably that you know started and making um, and um, some amounts of revenue yeah. and you know get get some traction. It's also take them to another stage. Then we would see. Probably the next phase of the program. Um, I think there'll be other grants or program studies, and let's see where it takes them. Yeah. So one of my worries, why I think having distributing the funds through the hubs might not be the best approaches. If you look at the like the hubs, the startups we have now, with the exception of MEST and KIC, which is the Cosmos Innovation Center. I can't pinpoint. There ain't a lot of startups to pinpoint who have gone through hubs, programs by hubs, and they are doing something significant or impacting the ecosystem now. Every day, at least every quarter, we hear uh, across a startup something by some hubs. But the startups they are pitching there, do they even get to launch their product? Uh, my basic my question, the question I'm asking is. What has this hubs done to prove that they're a vital vehicle to help us build unicorns? That's my basic question. Uh, it's, it's challenging. Well, I know that uh, for Martin and like this, they have like solar taxi. We know we know solar taxi, we or indeed the same person money taking. Marcy had, we don't know what to tap in there, but we did have some pay right there. I have to know, like, probably like if that man passed to one of the commercial programs, I don't know which. Have I, I mean have, but because when I was there, it was the the program was showing up past week. Mm-hmm. I can't see up past week of the one like we established though. So yeah, this is just this way I can imagine like okay, have that I think I support it. Mm-hmm. Who got it? Um, so uh, what I think is some of these apps, um, I think they've not been around for long. Um, I think even with um, people like KIC and MEST, you know, mm-hmm. some of the I think MEST is more uh, as I just said longer than KIC, but um. I think even in the years that they've been around, they've been able to just produce a limited, you know, number of number of startups. I mean, they've they've produced startups that you know have gone up, and you know, some are not seen you know, mm. in the game anymore. But I think um, the ones that you know we could say have succeeded and are still succeeding are um, limited. So let's say let's give these hubs you know time. And also, I think what they're trying to do in this hub is not just to, just to like, you know, immediately produce like um, successful um, startups, but I think they are sowing a seed, you know, gets in people interested. Um, some are trying to, you know, balance the gender gap. Um, yeah. So just, you know, getting people's appetite to wait for, you know, and also educating them what's this startup and, you know, tech industry is all about. So. They're doing a little bit. I think they could do more. I mean, we we all personally know that they could do more. Some are not, you know, doing what they're supposed to do, especially with the funds. But um, yeah, hopefully some of these startups with support of programs like this could could produce um successful um some companies in um in the future to come. So let's give them like a few more years. Let's see what sure. we can do. So we'll, we'll keep our mind on that. And then hopefully maybe. 
in a year or two, we'll be reporting that uh, Unicorn is out of Ghana through this program, which will be a good thing. The next story that happens in Ghana Tech is uh, the Cyber Security Authority of Ghana and then the Bank of Ghana and Economic and Organized Crime Office organized a joint sweep of illegal loan apps companies and then they were able to arrest 419 Ghanaians and then three foreign nationals from China, Pakistan, and India. And then they also retrieved six, 664 mobile phones, 22 laptops, and 800 SIM cards. Uh, this is a very important story. It's a very big one because we all know the menace illegal loan apps are causing in this country. Each day, you hear a story of someone being threatened to come pay loans that, in some cases, they didn't really apply for those loans. I think it's a very good, yeah, very good initiative very good by, initiative. by the Cyber Security Authority and the Bank of Ghana and Yoko as well. So we recommend them for this effort. I'm talking about where the startup ideas come from. I believe that in the conversation, possibly. Uh, sometimes people talk about how like, they were working, some ideas we up in the head, they were taking a bath. I came when I was sleeping. Boya said he's came when he was sleeping. And sometimes we're like, well, how do you prioritize some of these ideas and all that? That's um, our main conversation today. Where do your startups ideas are from? Where have you, from experience, where has it come from? Yeah, and are we saying tech, tech yeah. startup ideas? Tech startup ideas. Tech startup ideas, okay. So I think I've had, I had the opportunity to work on mainly two, two startup ideas. Okay. The first one came out of reading, reading some research papers. Heard. So I have interest in education. So I like reading research. Okay, this is a problem. So why not solve it? Yeah, that's basically like where one idea came from. And then I know one of the popular ideas, one of the popular places idea also comes from is uh, going to see companies that exist in other countries. Charlie, this is now. I think there was this um, Silicon Valley. You know, this is this Chinese character that I was seeing there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to, I think uh, the main guy wanted to do new internet. Yeah. And he also said he also wanted to do new, new internet. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. We just go, we go and see, check their companies, Charlie, this is how we think Ghana, we could take Ghana. Sometimes, sometimes that way also. But uh, most of the time, for me, it's true, like reading reading papers or reading the news, see where, like, problems which are in the system and then which, I mean, I'm passionate about and I want to solve. Yeah. All right, what about you? I think, um, I think for me, some, some of the times, you know, it's brainstorming. Like, sometimes you're just looking at what to do. One of things, my first ideas would be like, um, I'm just looking at what to do. So, you know, I keep, you know, thinking about stuff, you know, considering options and I think canceling out options. But, I think, um, and you know, finally in the middle of the night, I mean, two ideas came to me, and I think I've been pursuing a couple of them. So, uh, so yeah, sometimes it just puts your mind to it, you brainstorm, and um, you know, in the middle of you know, you know, taking a bath or so just sleeping, just the idea comes to you. Also, it might be a problem, you know, somebody you know is facing, they will bring it up to you. A friend might suggest, you know, you know, why can't we do this? You know, this and that and that and from there, you can refine the idea. So, um, you know, um, yeah. So you, you, you get to a solution that you think, you know, you can work with. And also, sometimes you just go out, you know, 
do market research, you know, talk to people. We should talk about that, that part of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's also part of, you know, finding an idea. Yeah, so that's it for me. Okay. So for me, I think it's, it sometimes usually counts out for like things I want that I don't get. I think that's one of the common things. Because in a way, like I get to use it unconsciously. And I prefer like unconscious, getting like ideas organically. I want like going in search for it's ideas. Alone, search for yes, because like going in search for ideas, it's like you are, you have, you've gotten a solution, you want to use the idea already. Before you go for yeah, I just use like a solution to take a problem rather than a problem session for a solution. And I don't like prefer getting ideas like, okay, maybe uh, I wanted to buy something. I, I didn't get it. I'd be like, oh, like this should be easier to get. Can I, can I just something? Yeah. I'm not breaking your thoughts, but how, how did you come up with the idea for Landlord? Yeah, so for Landlord, I was, I was talking to a friend and I knew, I, I knew that she was like, working in real estate. So I was asking, like, what was on the challenge? But we're just like, so I was just trying to find out what the challenge is. I mean, around that, that time, I was just trying to kind of like people's problems and stuff. And see, which I like, I bought a startup with we were. I wanted to do something else, something like that, like try something. And she mentioned that, oh, for them, at the real estate, she was like the customer support. Because when they sell properties, so they sell properties to people, people like ask whether they can, like, conduct searches on this property, spell, like, whether everything is right and all that. And at that time, the real estate company she was working with didn't have that, didn't uh, have an answer. So they didn't like, like close the people up or give some excuse to get access to the project project. So I feel like, okay, that was interesting. And I feel like, I'm having to call pay because of this. I need to, oh, not other people go. And this part, like, no will to buy properties, so they are buying properties. Then from that, I. I knew like I'm, I'm a man who worked in real estate, own like real estate companies, and I found it doing that. Oh, I had this thing that is just like difficulty in like getting private information on buy property. But before that, we also know that the other generation there are lots of property like disputes, not disputes. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. This this happened. So I ran it with a man that oh, uh, please do you do you know what it's like? Is this this challenge? Do you also face this challenge because you own like lands? Lots of plans. We wish that. Tell it, tell them. This is one of like my biggest business. It even gives me more money than my selling of plans that I have. I was like, oh, really? I said, I, you're asking me, I didn't do this. No, I'm not sure you told me. So I found like, okay, then there was a market there. Basically, I heard that there was a market there. How they could be. Then I started like exploring more, uh, find out what we can do, how we can do it. And I also got to meet another lawyer, tell him that like one of his law firms he works at. That was the only way they, they get to do. They just get like documents from like banks and stuff. Oh, but that didn't just on me. It hurts me. And that's what takes love the law firm. Like that hand. In terms of financial financial, this could be law firm, like I think we more than about ten staff or less. This called them for months. And that was all over the news. I went like, oh, and this was like a landmark I found. As we didn't with their accent I mean their accents. Mm-hmm. like they were you found like more debuffles. So that that has been the case for me. Even with Asimo, I might eat it last week. Was also the thing like I always always expand like I've been here for more like look hours of people like work familiar with my and which wasn't common because either me and all this back is like more like foreign guys in Chile. Sometimes as in meet with your your environment. Mm-hmm. So like you get like some distortion in your conversation. But trying to get this for myself, let's start as a more and the same thing like with Nano. 
So I usually like prepare like find like problems which come to me and I'd rather me chase it there. Because mm-hmm. it become like organically Disney. I don't know, okay. I'm not forcing myself to come up with it. And I think you're going to force ourselves to come up with it. It's pretty bad. And it's been like, I wanted to come to that. But so that, that thing you pretty out. Wow. For, for those who don't know, we all went through the MES the mess program, MES EIT program. And then there was a team I worked with that the person came up with a structured format of coming up with ideas. Yeah. And the person said, it came from you. Okay. Yeah, so you all write down industries you are interested in. Yeah. Write down, maybe you can talk about that, if you want. I think Chris, uh, okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah. 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 Oh, we didn't do that to nobody. We didn't do that to nobody. Yeah. Okay, so I think Mr. Femi taught us. I think it's in my book. Um, design thinking. Yeah, design thinking, uh, mind mapping. It's yeah. very interesting um, formats to use. Uh-huh. I think we did a little bit in Ubadi where we drew the charts. You know, that was after, 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 after. I think we went to see Mr. Yeah, Mr. Femi. Yeah. yeah, and he helped that. I think it's, 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 it's interesting. Uh, I think the result that you can produce when you apply it. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you start with an idea in mind, mm-hmm. then you could apply it. I think uh, we there was various stages of it, right? I think I think one of the stages was mind mapping. Yeah. Um, you just you know look at you know the main idea and look at what you know various ways you can help solve it. You know, you keep breaking it down so like you get you know the basic you think you plot it on a chart yeah. somehow and um, you see. Which one is very easy to implement and you want to give fruits. Like you bring you more results and you find a balance between, you know, those two. And I think it's an interesting way of, you know, coming up with an idea. It might it might be a little bit far away from your original idea or the original mm-hmm. problem you solved, but I think that will be a starting point and you can pivot from there. And you also may see like sometimes when you didn't get to run because you realize that they are not like explorable, you can come back, reverse. Mm-hmm. Another problem around the area or the industry or the field. Or yeah, so I think it's the sanitative process. Yeah. yeah, you keep doing it over and over again. Yeah. That was the process we used to come up with the idea for Hobart. Yeah, I think <laughs> you. We won't, we won't talk, talk more about that. Um, you can talk more about that. <laughs> let, let me start from the top. We set out to solve a problem which was based on the expertise of the team. So uh, our CEO is a former, as an ex lawyer. So we thought as a team that still a lawyer is okay. She's still a lawyer. Let's say bad. So we we thought of building a startup around the expertise, and that was law tech. Uh, help people plan the estates, which in natives means prepare their wills and things like that. And then upon research, I mean, we realized that Charlie Ghanians don't want to talk about wills. It's not about life. No, I Why are you telling me to prepare for my I'm not coming to die. It's not like I'm sick. So, I mean, we looked at a couple of things and realized. I think that also one issue was that with, I mean, people didn't even have the funds in the first place to, you yes. know, you know, to will. Like, part of my winning out. That's my laptop. It's my food. <laughs> Yeah. So I think that's yeah. You can continue. Yeah. We took it from we there. took it from there. They realized that I mean it isn't so much of a problem or it isn't so much of of a need that should be addressed at the moment. And then we went to Mr. Femi, and then we went to what did you just mentioned. So Mr. Femi is is, a, is is one of like the program manager at Mesmerworlds in like it it is along it is just like gender I think that's one of like his experts too. That's why sometimes we all go to him and talk to him. Yeah. So we went to him and then he introduced this mind mapping thing to yeah. us. 
uh, on, on that day, before getting to the hostel, we walked from west to the hostel, all four of us. And like one kilometer, right? Yeah, more than a kilometer. What are the kilometer? What are the kilometer? Yeah, over a kilometer. Yeah, but I think it was three, three kilometers somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. What if you were doing my my men? I think we were brainstorming. Storming, telling bouncing ideas. We could do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I think we went to buy this one to pop. And then we started down, started mind mapping. Okay, looking at so right now the problem was to help people provide for their families when they are alive or not. So we started looking at what else can be in part of that, or what else is a problem outside of that. I realized that people want to people want to provide for their families even now as at their life. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go to this the, the actual problem of helping them uh, prepare for prepare their families financially for whatever happens. Now has to do with financial literacy, has to do with savings, has to do with investment and things like that. And they realize that we could start from savings and then financial literacy and then money management which has to do with expenses and stuff like that. And that's how we realized we came to the idea of Ubadi. I think I love when people come up with ideas. I also like following like markets and trends. Yeah. So let's say doing the crypto is and the blockchain is yeah, yeah, yeah. like we work in my web three. I mean ideas of web three or crypto. Even an upwards, you find like we're coming up with, and it's 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 not bad. It's valid. Yeah. It's valid. I mean, yeah, you're leading like a trend. You're leading like a capitalism. Yeah. Now it's AI. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, we still have like companies with AI. Yeah. That's still very interesting stuff. So you know, I mean, I come up with ideas like through your markets. I um, mean, the market, the trends happening. Yeah. Other times it's like expertise, but the the trends, but uh, sometimes is it just Charlie that thing. The thing they go, they do the best. I think sometimes, for something, if like for your company, it makes a sound um, business case to you know apply. I mean, you could basically apply AI in everything right now, yeah. basically. But if it makes a sound business sense, you, I think you have to get in. And also, people are afraid of you know losing out. Um, so I think they try and get in, even if it doesn't make you know so much sense. sense. I mean, Web3 has been around, and I, I can't say it's over. It's still around. Story, yeah. But I think it hasn't affected much companies. You know, companies haven't adopted it yet. You know, a lot of companies adopt Web3. Um, they didn't use the blockchain for their processes and stuff. So yeah. It still hasn't affected them. They are running okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but AI, I mean, I doubt. So, I mean, AI probably is going to impact a lot of fields. Yeah, true. And if you don't jump in, yeah. you might lose out. You might still not, you know, if you build buildings, maybe yeah, I can help a little bit, but to, you know, design nicer, you know, architecture, but you still have to build a building anyway. AI is not going to build for you. So it's just not just a trend for some people, maybe to make sense, you know, to apply to the industry, but for some people, maybe they're just jumping on the wild one, but to know where it's going or how it's all at them. Sometimes when you jump on this Twitch, I mean, you get somewhere. Yeah, you get, you get somewhere. a little bit mad. Isn't that okay? You know, you get somewhere. So you don't have to mind. That's why I say jump in the way we got everything in bed. Just like, look, you have to pray that the way that it doesn't stop and you're, you prepare for you know, when the wave stops. So that is the yeah, yeah, it's affected like us of the originality that I mean the knowledge space. Okay. When it comes like things with the knowledge space, things with thinking, things with the mind, things with calculations. I think yeah, I can play role. You really judge us. Maybe when it comes to execution, 
like on the ground to execution, maybe AI can't do that. Mm-hmm. But my brother, like, take this up. Because this week, I was going through um, AI coverage, and they're like, this up. It makes so much sense. Like, somebody looking for, like, points in, like, um, public law, public companies' manifestos or their declarations. Like, why they increase, why they are, pro- they are properly increased. So, like, you can search and yeah, that's one we'll get that. I saw something on law where it helped me, like, find, like, something. I think Junitech has released an AI yeah, bot. Junitech, Junitech, yeah. It's really an AI bot for the tech, it's, for the law, for the law space. It's very interesting. Yeah, so there, then there's a lot of things, like, AI is doing that. And those who are smart as well, who can learn it and catch up, just pick up and, like, run on that. Yeah, so that's... That is, and what are they also like prioritize ideas? I mean, we find out with we see how there is a way and there's no problem. How do you also prioritize that idea? For me, first, now look at us, I'll look at the team, look at our expertise, and then look at how how much of how interested are we in the idea. That's that's for me, like the team, our expertise, and how interested are we in the idea because any idea you pick will be challenging, you behave with challenges, any, any idea you pick will behave with challenges. And, one way to overcome the challenges is when you are really interested in what you are doing. If the interest is not there that much, I mean, when the challenges come, I, you, would, you, you try and find another, another world to jump on. Yeah. So for me, I think with the team expertise and then the interest. Okay, wow, well, you were like, what makes uh, like right guys and idea to work on or not? So I think uh, for me, um, it'd be like, you know, the returns that you get from the idea, like, you know, would this idea be profitable? Maybe it might be easy to execute, but, you know, the the returns, you know, it's not, it's not that, you know, much. Um, yeah, so that is one thing to also consider when you prioritize an idea. Um, and ease of execution, maybe with certain ideas, um, you cannot execute it yourself. I think, you know, you can validate an idea, make you know, validate it. You know that you know there's a market for it. I mean, they're they're willing to pay for it, but you might not be the best person to execute it. Yeah. I think in that case, you could just you know probably sell it out to somebody that you know can execute it. You know, get up and um, run with it, or you could you know keep share in the in the idea of company if possible. So yeah, if if you can't execute it, you know, it might be a good idea, but you might not be the best person to execute it. You might need to find people to help you execute it or maybe sell the idea altogether. So yeah, you could use execution and also I think um um Mr. Femi mentioned one thing. How how easy is it for other people to copy you? If the idea is too simple and you know, a bigger player can just come in and copy the idea. It's best maybe you don't tackle it or, you know, you just saw the idea to that bigger player. So, yeah. how, how many bigger players are buying ideas? Yeah. A lot of bigger players are buying. I mean, they are buying companies. So. But not ideas. Not yeah, ideas. I mean, you could you could pitch the idea to them yeah. and, like, if they, they, they think it's just a valid idea, I think they'll, they'll definitely buy it because, I mean, they buy the company because they don't want them to, you know, come and overtake them. So they just swallow them up. So, yeah, you could pitch the idea to them. Okay. So, um, for me, too, I think one of the interesting things, and I, I didn't pay attention to when I got into like this venture, venture space or investment startups, is founder market space. I think when I was an entrepreneur, the founder market space. Yeah, founder market space. What does that mean? So, that basically means like, is this founder 
equipped. I mean, in simple terms, like, is this one equipped to tackle this market? And now is, is this one like having this space market? You know, is this one that needs weight in this market? Well, there are certain businesses, if you have the networks already, you know from the initial efforts. Yeah. Like you knew them for one before you reach out to them. Yeah. But if you reach out to them, they know that yeah, you are the best person to tell them that this thing can change them because they know that like this is food we blame already. Yeah. For example, if uh, I was like with me working with LLS or my students, I mean learning models yeah. before opening the IV team and I was good stuff with it. And only IV thousand hits and now like they're all catching on. I went there, I said food I've already been and people know that that's my food. If mm-hmm. I'm doing something in there now, it's not a surprise, it's not pulling a trade. I think I think maybe a classic example would be Shopper. One of I think one of their co-founders used to work in the industry which the lunch, the retail industry before. So larger a product like that in that space, already invested, knows around the ins and outs before. Okay. Exactly. And the one I think that they that's that fundamental fit really does is that it can help you get your initial users. <laughs> because you need your initial users to test that you feedback. If you're already one testing time, then probably yeah, that's the less you should be. Yeah. And I think founders usually are accepted. Even though, yes, we also accept that most industries or some industries are usually broken by outliers. Yeah. Like Airbnb was into us, that person. But Travis was not in yeah. accent. Uh, uh, even even Skype Skype founders were not in telecom. In telephone, yeah. So you can you can you can I mean come out, but for most investors, if you want to, because like that's like a good foundation for them. That's like this a food, this guy has already been there, he knows it we can be. Out of in cases that I mean, in our case of Ubadi, none of us have worked in the fintech. None of us have been a bank before. But how about we have interest? And then I mean, I think in that case, I mean, if as an investor, maybe it's a little bit um, hard to invest. But I think if the people prove themselves, you know, with perseverance, if you know we want to do this, I think you get to learn along the way. You make mistake, um, you overcome them, then. You get to learn, learn along the way and you prove yourself. Then investors, you know, can say, oh, this guy is putting in a wag. Mm-hmm. You know, they've gotten this far without, you know, prior expertise in that industry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they could invest in you and take you to the next level. I mean, yeah. nobody learn, you know, come into this world with everything in the yeah. end. So I think that one would help if you put in the efforts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know uh, Let's also, I mean, it's me about having me that. What about the digital idea? You know, sometimes it feels like, I really fear, first time I found, I feel like, Charlie, this is my idea, somebody's moved in it, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. what, what's the experience? How do you now see ideas? Or how do you redefine ideas? How do you see ideas? The nature of ideas, like, for me, one of the ways I, I see ideas are, ideas are like, people. They are not, they're not as powerful as they think, they are not like, so, I mean, they don't build it, they don't build themselves. So, it can look, so it's the company by break over the two hundred people saying you like that. The idea is like it's like shit. Yeah. yeah. But what about you guys? How do you see the nature of ideas? I, I try to think like ideas are cool and all. I mean, sometimes it might feel it might make you feel like you are smart and all, but the real deal is in the execution. That's what I think. I mean, the idea can be nice, can be cool, but sometimes whilst you work on it, you realize that. You shape the idea better, make it stronger, and things like that's that's like my, what what I think. Of. Well, what about you? How do these be ideas now? Like, but what do I need to go and hide the ideas on? Yeah, like what these others in there? I think certain ideas also might you know might not be the time to execute the idea. Maybe what's you know it's required for the idea to take off might not 
necessarily exists. It might be a little bit futuristic, so you might consider, you know, maybe holding on to the right time before you execute that. There's this, there's this curve. Um, I don't know. I've forgotten about the curve that talks about idea and when it's 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 right to execute it. So yeah, some ideas might be. I'll search for the curve. Probably come back with it. But, you know, the ideas might be a little bit ahead of its time and you might want to hold up a little bit when executing them. How, how, how do you validate that? Yes, and make sure and know that, Charlie, this thing, this thing, if I put in all my all to build an MVP, I'll get users for them to use their product. So, for me, what I usually do is that I get customers before I build it with that. Okay. I get paying customers to try to build it. Okay, that's one cool. I don't know, yes. I, like, I try selling the product by building so I can do that. If you have this product, yeah, it helps me, like... Did you do that in case of... In, in the case of... Uh, no, no, uh, yeah, I did it. And my first, my first customer, there was no product. I just sold it to him. Mm-hmm. And he just said this out, and I mean, we were supposed to deliver. Okay. And deliver well. Great. So, that was, that was it. And, and that person has bought me, like, repairs, like, two or three repairs. But it was, and that's it. I feel like even with um, Casimo, mm-hmm. that was I sold the products. Uh, one of our hit courses was uh no, no, no. Yeah, it was journalism with Morrison mm-hmm. National. That was like our hit course. And what was set up? I just spoke to Sander like during the day. By the end of the day, I agreed to it, and I set up like uh, uh, I did the plan. Started sharing the plan. Set up a payments like started sharing the payment day. Like there was no website to see the course. You could. If you click on it. Quite the distribution takes sense to the people in the family. Like, what is what your company's? Yeah. But I mean, funny enough, we'll be. Okay. Yeah, like people paid. And by the time we got something to show, we had already paid, yeah, get the cost, and the boss content was good. So, personally, like, I, 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 I moved in favor of like selling it. Selling before before you build it. Yeah. yeah, don't build it first. But I think sometimes they doesn't work in enterprise world. Yeah. yeah, enterprise probably you have to show them something before uh, they buy. That's it. In, in our case, I mean, one, we can't. <laughs> we are running for consume. I mean, it's B to C, and we can't. Uh, what's it called? Let people pay before they they buy the product before we build. So in our case, what we did was. We reached out, went out, and then spoke to people who, who we think are having this issue. And then they actually confirmed they're having the issue. And then we built a, a community for them. And then through the community, that's how we are validating that is really a problem. Or, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's one other way to validate, validate your, your ideas before you get hired one of us to start building <laughs> for something that no one else will use. So, I mean, completely on like the nature of ideas, and the fact of everyone feels that ideas are generic. Like, the idea you think you're having now is not going to. But it's not going to be the idea that's going to make you that successful or anything. So, don't be scared to share, don't be scared to talk about it, don't be scared to like find new goals in it. Because ideas change, they move, they are dynamic. Like, a new law can come up in the future. Just true. Changes and look for something else. So, ideas change, don't, don't be static. Probably today, you're doing your market size based on one idea or one product. You'll be building more product standards. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Uber told someone that they were going to get put to helicopter, they'll ask, how many people come to helicopter in the year? Yeah. But since now, um, many people like are using Uber for helicopters and all those. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, but I didn't know to. Not if not, I didn't know. The last thing. Oh yeah, they do airports mostly airports. Airports, think about it. Like yeah, I think in the in the crowded area like San Francisco, okay. stuff. You know, people when they get to the airport, the traffic at the airports is, is a lot, so they want to you know leave the airport mm-hmm. fast, so they just you know pick them up, um, you know, by helicopters and they get to whatever location um, they are going to. It. Yeah, I tried to mention it earlier, but I'm getting a lot of interest in trying to build something in the uh, agri-tech space, which has to do with cannabis. <laughs> I think. I mean, I'll be looking into well, that. Well, like champions or I'll be looking into that. I mean, if you are listening to the podcast and then you are interested to get a co-founder with a product background to build something in the cannabis space. I mean, please, please. please. Okay, so we move on to opportunities for this week. Um, so Fast Accelerator, it's designed to support and fund the next generation of innovative companies and entrepreneurs through the Afri- throughout the African continent. Building on the success of inaugural program, Fast Accelerator 2013 offers a transformative experience for startup founders seeking to scale rapidly and sustainably. Another accelerator, what do you think? Well, I think I think it's good. They are doing it in partnership with my results. Please don't forget the name. Yeah, I think it also provides dedicated venture funding and infallible mentorship opportunities. So, um, yeah, dedicated venture funding. At least they talk, they said venture funding, not funding opportunities. <laughs> so yeah, it's bringing money. Uh, so should go for it. Man. Yeah, so um, yeah, you should check them out at um, fastaccelerator.com. Um, if you are a good fit, so it's a good fit for you, you apply for it. Um, so MES and UX Ghana is also doing another, um, it's also another program. On the 20th of July, um, next week Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah next week Thursday. Yeah, next week Thursday. Building and scaling market ready tech products. Um, they should invite you. They invite you. I already they invite you to come. <laughs> okay, five thirty next week Wednesday, twentieth um, July, um, five thirty p.m. GNT. Um, yeah, and the last one. So the presidential pit for young entrepreneurs is a deliberate, systematic, and integrated policy initiative by the National Entrepreneurship and Innovation Program to boost the entrepreneurship ecosystem in the country. The business competition, a revolution in the history of Ghana for young entrepreneurs between the ages of 18 and 40. So yeah, if you're between the ages of 18 and 40, serves as an incubating platform for existing businesses and capital funding from the government. Okay, so if you have um, you have a summary of your business idea, problem, a solution to the problem, market viability, Traction, including traction includes sales, volume, production, or service delivery, customer base, profitability, 
previous record of the 2022 financial summary, if available, scalable potential, scalability potential, job creation, sustainable potential, sustainability potential, economic impact of your business, pictures of your products or services. If you have these things, some are optionals, yeah, then you do qualify. I think they give around, I don't know, 10,000, 30,000, 20,000, um, yeah, I saw I saw a check of sixty thousand, but it's always it was the first person or second. Remember, I think I think it's, it starts from somewhere there. I don't know when it goes down. I saw one hour diago, and think the not like do it be like I feel the chat or something. Not like Charlie, but like you mentioned, it can be like you cherry speak with English, but the chat really. I mean, it's it's entrepreneurship. It's not specifically tech or anything like. But I think if you're in tech, you also can get in there. I mean, it's, it's just hoping. So they're supporting small business. I mean, the the startups one is through the hub. We have <laughs> funding opportunities. <laughs> you can get, I mean, 10000 for a startup is not much. But at least we take it. <laughs> you should, you should. Be. Okay, so that'll be all for this week. Uh, many last word, Caleb. Uh, yeah, ideas, ideas come. Don't be happy to share ideas. But make sure whatever your ends work on, you know how to get a customer. You know how to get it to pay for it. That's okay. Great. Yeah. If the idea that you have now, try start work on it. Maybe you can start with validating it, and then I mean get to work. Don't sit on the idea for long. Yeah. Just... Okay. Yo. So just just start to see how said, and you know, keep keep grinding at this. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you guys. See you on the next. Um, you say we don't do episodes, so what are you? And the next version. Yeah. And then you guys. Catch your next version. Bye. Bye. Bye.